Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm excited to get to hang out with you today. Today is a little bit more fall-like here in California. We had a little bit of rain last night, which is lovely because anytime it rains, it is perfect. It never rains and we always need it. And now we have kind of it's cloudy and overcast and there's leaves all over the yard and all over there <laughs> everywhere, which is great. So it's definitely a little bit more cozy and fall-like today. And I'm just excited I get to hang out with you. So We'll just talk a bit and have some fun. Today, we're going to talk about a new series that I'm going to kind of start as we lead up to our episodes of 300. I know we're getting close. So in building up to that, I have just gotten back from a conference that I went to this last weekend in San Diego, and it was lovely. I met lots of wonderful women, entrepreneurs, and all kinds of things that were, they have dreams and things just like all of us, and they are kind of moving forward in their path. And so going through that and starting the process of dreaming for next year and kind of what you want that to be, what do you want it to look like, and breaking that down, I thought it would be really helpful to go through that a little bit together. And then also just to go through different lies or kind of roadblocks, mental roadblocks that we may be believing right now. So as we kind of roll in towards the new year, right? We're starting to think about goal planning for the next year and finishing up this year strong and getting things together and kind of organized for next year, I would say. And there are a lot of things just that came to mind as I was attending this conference and also a virtual conference online of just mental roadblocks that we as women entrepreneurs have that if we take those away and we speak truth into the lies that we are believing, we can move through these roadblocks and do what God has called us and designed us to do. So I want to kind of get you ready to explore your dreams and your goals and your expectations for 2024 and plan together. So today we're going to be talking about procrastination as a mental roadblock and five different ways that we are 
wasting our time. But I didn't want to just leave you at that. So we'll talk about kind of five ways we are wasting our time, but also solutions when you realize you might be doing that (laughs) in your work block. So let's jump on in. As we know, it is so easy to waste time and then to feel behind in work and home. We only have so much time in the day. And I feel like as moms, we're wearing a lot of different hats. So it's difficult when we do procrastinate and then we kind of get down on ourselves for wasting time and all the things. But I think that it's really important just to realize the mindset behind wasting our time. We know as moms that we need to be productive and to get tasks done. And we really want to stay on top of our day, managing our house and growing our profitable business and taking care of all the things and all the kids and all the laundry. But I know sometimes it just feels like it's hard to buckle down and work on things. And we may not even know where to start, or we may just be having an off day, or we might just be falling into one of these five time wasters that we'll talk about. So just in that sense, I want you to give yourself a little bit of grace that we all have kind of days where it's just not working, or we tend to procrastinate more than others. So Give yourself a little grace and we'll work through these. And if you figure out that you tend towards one of them or maybe a couple of them, then work towards that solution that we'll talk through and that will help you jump out of that and be able to save time. And so you can use it more productively in other ways that you would like, like pouring into your kids, like spending fun time with them and doing memorable things and not feeling that you have to get other tasks done. I definitely was thinking about this topic because I love to work on projects, but I often procrastinate by working on things that don't really need to be done. Anybody else? Or being part of kind of workshops or meetings or other things that don't really serve me, but that are kind of fun and I'd like to be on and it sounds great and maybe I'll learn something new but then I end up wasting tons of time. So I find for me, it's just so much more fun to go to a meeting and hang out with people and take notes and learn something new and go through stuff than other things that I don't want to do in my business, like taxes or finances or troubleshooting tech issues that I just pull my hair out and like cry. (laughs) So those things are not my happy place. And so I tend towards what do I enjoy? What do I like doing? And the other things I just leave. And those other things just grow bigger and I have to take care of them at some point. So I don't know if you're in my boat. You might be. If you are, you're probably missing an oar, but we'll try to row downstream anyway. So here we go. Here are the top five ways. Now I have done all of these. I still do all of these. And I have to remind myself not to do them. So if you have done these or are doing them, it's all good. We'll hang out together and uh, drink some coffee and jump into the next, the next solution of each part of these. So grab a pen and paper or a notebook. If you like to take notes in a notebook, sometimes it's helpful to write things out 
with your hand, actually handwrite them. Sometimes you remember them more. As I said, I love taking notes on my phone in the notes app because then I have it and it doesn't take up space. It isn't cluttered. It isn't that piece of paper that I can't find where it is. So you do you, however you like to take notes. If you're driving or doing other things like most, uh, mostly I am while I'm listening to podcasts, I'm driving or doing laundry or doing like dishes and my hands are busy. If that is you, just listen and let's dive in. Number one is, you guessed it, procrastination. Procrastinating, not wanting to do the task that's at hand because of so many other reasons. Maybe it's not fun. Maybe you don't know how to do it. Maybe it takes more energy or effort or time than you want to put in. For whatever reason, you are procrastinating on a task. That is probably one of the biggest time wasters because you try to do all kinds of other things instead of that one task. So the solution to procrastination would be to do the hardest thing first when you have the most energy. This could be in the morning. I know some people work really well late at night or under a deadline or that kind of thing. But for a majority of us, it would be in your morning work block. So right after you might have gotten up, gotten breakfast, done your morning routine, gotten the kids to school, gotten them out the door, come back home, and then you're getting settled into work. And that is when you need to do the hardest thing on your plate for that day because you have the most energy, you have the most momentum, and also it will move you forward and give you extra momentum to work on other projects that you need to do. So if you tackle that hardest thing first, it will definitely help move your day along and help you get a little bit of traction as far as, look, I did this really big, hard thing that I didn't want to do. And now I'm done with that. And I can move on to other parts in my work block. I can do these other tasks that maybe are more fun or more interesting or have more benefit to them in your eyes. So do the hardest thing first. I know that it's, it's difficult to do. That's why we procrastinate, right? But do the hardest thing first in your work block when you have the most energy and then it will propel you into getting other things done faster, better, and being more productive. All right. Number two, not knowing what to work on next. This one happens to me every once in a while. I have kind of a brain fog and I think, oh, I want to work on my email system oh, I want to get a newsletter out to all my wonderful people out there. And if you aren't on my email list, definitely come to subscribe. I like to put special things to my email people and give them like cool hints for each week. And so I'll send out something that either is helping me or something that I love to do for my kids or something that I have found that's kind of a quick hack that saves me time. They're usually things I don't mention on the podcast, just something special that I want to give to my email people as a little nugget. And I try to make my emails super short because let's face it, you don't have much time, right? So if you would love to hop on and get some extra tips and tricks, you can go to my website, www.byrdmichelle.com. And if you just sign up for the free tools that are there, I have a freebie. You can grab that if that's helpful, 
and send your email. Or if you want to just contact me at the very bottom, it has contact information. Just shoot me an email and say, Hey, I would love to hear some of those tips and tricks that you're not sharing on your podcast. So let me know you want to be into our special group and I'll put you on the list. But that is definitely one thing that I, I don't know what to work on next is the spot we were talking about of uh, time wasters. Sometimes I like to work on my email list and my newsletter to send it out to my email people, or maybe I'm coming up with ideas for the next podcast, or maybe I'm working on another tech issue, or maybe I'm talking to other friends to try to see if they want to hop on my podcast, or I'm working on some coaching and all kinds of stuff. So I'm always bouncing around with which tasks should I be doing? And I'm sure that's true in your business too. There's so many tasks. It seems like you just finish one or you start one and then you think, oh, wait, this other one is more important or this is more important or wait, I forgot about this. I should be working on this. So sometimes we have kind of that, what should we work on next syndrome and bouncing from thing to thing. If that is you, I want you to take a deep breath and use a task mapping software. So any kind of software that you would prefer. I really like MeisterTask because I find that it's very easy. It's user-friendly. I can color coordinate it. It makes me happy. I can put in links to different files that I'm working on. So it makes things really easy. But if that's not for you, cool. There's also Asana, there's ClickUp, or you can just now use a Google spreadsheet or something. But I have to say, task mapping software is really the best to help you stay on track, to give you like, okay, I'm going to open up this card or this task. These are all the pieces I need to do for this task. Or maybe it is, this is my Monday and these are all the things I need to do for Monday. So work through that, grab a task mapping software. As I said, I love MindMeister and MeisterTask and all those, that whole suite. It is very user-friendly and really intuitive to be able to like, you can use it if you are a really small business and it's just you, or you can use it all the way until if you have like a team of 10, 20 people. It's really functional and allows you to kind of grow with it. So I like that. Also, you can get it for free if you just want like three maps or work kind of scenarios. So if that works for you, try it out, see what you think. Number three is shiny object syndrome. So we kind of talked about this, but it is moving from task to task. So number two is more of not knowing what task to work on next. And number three is moving from task to task. So you might start on one task and then realize, oh, wait, I forgot to email that person. So then you email somebody and then you come back and then you're starting on another task and you think about it. Oh, wait, I forgot to do this. Oh, I should go check this. So it's kind of that moving from task to task and not ever getting anything done that can just mentally slow you down because you're moving from thing to thing and you have to transition mentally from each task. So that would be number three. A way to solve that would be to do your best to stay focused on one task. And I know the task mapping software does help with this, but also to set timers and try to do kind of short sprints. So 
for example, maybe you are thinking, oh, I really need to email this person and check this and get back to this. So set a timer or say, okay, it's 9.50 and I'm going to check my email for 10 minutes. So at 10 o'clock, I'm going to switch to a different task. Get in your email, check it, get back to the people you need to, check if there's anything super important, 10 minutes, then hop to the next task. So it's kind of like you want to do short little sprints to stay on task with that thing. Now your sprints may be a little bit longer if your task, if it takes you a little bit longer to complete that task. But the goal is to kind of time yourself and stay focused for shorter amounts of time, maybe 30 minutes on each task so that you're really trying to focus on that task and you don't jump around. It will help you mentally. (laughs) Number four is being unorganized. Our last episode, we had Emily and we talked all about organization and kind of how it has like mental blocks in your brain and how your brain deals with organization and disorder and kind of chaos. So go back and listen to that one if you missed it. But this is more talking about organization, getting organized as far as your workspace and your computer. So this may be getting organized, making sure you know what things you have, making sure your workspace is organized that you can easily sit down and start working right away. Your computer is organized. There's lots of tabs that are closed. I know I love to have hundreds of tabs open of different things. So I have found that if I need to do that, that I have one window, one main window, and I have a bunch of tabs open, and then maybe one other window with a different subject and tabs open. So I can minimize the different things that I'm working on. Like my main window that's open, I'm working on, you know, task mapping and emailing and all the main things maybe. And then my other, my other ones that are open have tabs for different things. If that helps for you, or just get rid of most of the, most of the clutter that you can so that you can focus mentally and physically on what you're doing. So that is how to get organized. So make sure your computer is organized, your files are organized. You can find the files that you want when you need to. Your Google Drive is organized. Your email is organized, all the things. And then also making sure that your workspace itself is organized. You don't have piles of paper in front of your desk, which sometimes I do, then I need to move. And that you have a nice clean area to work in and mentally it's kind of calming. So work on those. Another key with being organized is just to take a little bit of time at either the beginning or the end of your day or both to kind of set things up for that next work day. So for example, if you have just finished or you're kind of wrapping up because you know you're going to have to go get the kids and then after you get kids, you'll have maybe a little time in the afternoon and then it's time for dinner and bedtime routine and homework and all the things. So you kind of know, okay, I just have a little bit more time. So if you set up, okay, I'm not going to be able to do this task or this task or this one. So you move those to the next day or to tomorrow and say, okay, these are the tasks I'm going to work on this day. Then that will work so much better for you. So do what is called helping your future self so that when you sit down to your work block, you're all ready to go. You already know what tasks you're going to be doing. You already have a clean workspace. You're not kind of leaving right in the middle of a project. So try to wrap things up and be organized for that next day. All right, 
Number one was procrastination. Number two was not knowing what to work on. Number three was shiny object syndrome. Number four is being unorganized. Number five is your phone. Your phone, right? Social media, scrolling, YouTube, all the things, right? They can be so distracting and definitely a time waster. So a solution for not jumping on your phone all the time is to either take off those apps that are too tempting for you to stay away from during the day, or maybe you set timers on those apps that you can only be on them for so long and then they'll close. Or you can also set your phone to be on certain mode, like work mode or do not disturb so that when you're really in the zone, kind of getting things done during your workbook, you're not bothered with all kinds of other random texts. And then you're checking your phone for a text or whatever it was, wondering if that's your kid's school. And then you get lost in Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or Pinterest or all the things, right? One easy way is just to keep ties on your phone. Make sure that you're, as we said, deleting the apps if that's too much or you're setting time limits on them or just set your phone to work mode and kind of put it over to the side. So I really hope that these have helped. We'll run through them just really quick. Just check your notes just in case. But number one was procrastination. Number two was not knowing what to work on next. Number three was shiny objects. Number four was being unorganized. And number five was wasting time on your phone. So to combat number one, procrastination, you want to make sure to do the hardest thing first when you have the most energy and it will propel you forward in your day. Number two, use time mapping software to know what task you're going to work on next. Number three, do your best to stay focused and to set timers for short sprints so that you are not all over the place like shiny object syndrome, jumping from task to task. Number four, get organized and make sure you organize your physical desk space and also your computer space so that you can jump into your work block the next day. Number five, you want to make sure that your phone is put away and not distracting you at all. So I really hope that talking through these five common time wasters, that you might be more aware of when you're doing one of them unintentionally, or let's face it, intentionally, and that you will have a solution to kind of move you forward so that in the end, you can save time and be more productive and use your time wisely and really take that block of time that you have saved and be able to put it into the things you want, like spending some extra time just resting, spending time reading a book, spending time with your kiddos, spending more time laughing, spending time giving them kisses and hugs and helping them with homework. That is our ultimate goal that we want to be able to save our time so that we can use it the way we want, right? I really hope this has helped you. Thank you so much for listening. I just love hanging out with you and being able to give you some tips and tricks. Hopefully these are helpful to you. 
as I said, we are inching our way closer to celebrating the 300th episode, and I'm really excited. So do me a favor, leave me a message on my main webpage, www.birdmichelle.com. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you can leave me a message, just maybe an encouragement that you like the show, what kind of things you like on the show, or you can leave me a review. Those are always super helpful. And yeah, I would love to just hear from you. And I think we're going to have some fun for our 300th episode. So come on over to my website, leave me a message. I'd love to connect. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 